0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: You know what, Kevin? I think it's about time that we started the show. And and you know what? We've got a whole list of great topics, but I'm kind of intrigued as to uh, why one of your topics was battery replacement. I mean, I I didn't know that you take batteries, and I'm just wondering whether they're D-size or double A's or triple
0: A's. No my friend, they're twelve volt, twelve volt car size batteries. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, I see, so it keeps you going all day long. Yeah, open up one each cheek of my ass and shove one in is what we do there.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I started it, you finished it, and this is of course Geekiest show ever, episode one hundred and forty. Kevin, we've made it to one hundred and forty, isn't that cool?
0: Yeah, it is. And think about it. Uh, 12 more episodes and we will have done 100 episodes together.
1: Wow. And you you know what? We started talking the other day and I'm a bit disappointed in our followers on on Twitter and Facebook. Well, you don't have Facebook. I put it out on Twitter. You retweeted it. And, and we suggested, how about doing a Greatest Hits, Geekiest Show Ever, The Greatest Hits, a 77-minute MP3 CD, or, or just ordinary CD, that we'll press and, and send out, and we'll do something unique for each one, and have it signed and everything. And, and I think we got one response. I think Glenn Kunzler was the only one who said, oh yeah, I might buy that. And it's like, thanks Glenn, you're, you're, you're a champ, and the rest of you hang your heads in shame. <laughs> the, re- the reason why we thought about it, in you know, all honesty, it would be cool to do a Greatest Hits um, album, and the reason why we were looking at charging for it is, let's be honest, no one's coming to advertise on this show. Not even the Whoopi Cushion Factory wants to advertise on this show. I mean, we're, we're pretty bad. Uh, so we, we oh, looked yeah. at it as, as not a way to, to make a million dollars and become comedian rock stars, but we looked at it. Hey, if we can pay a bit of bandwidth bills and maybe pay enough to upgrade a bit of gear, a new microphone every now and then, you know, look, we'd be happy with a case of beers. Let's be honest. You know,
0: just. You're very true. I, you know, I'm my beer money. All my beer money is now being poured into the produce production of the show. I
1: know. It's it's a shame because, you are not. you no longer got those rosy cheeks that you once had. Oh,
0: yeah, I do. Wait a minute. You want to see him?
1: Oh, God, not those chicks. Not those chicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a mental uh, image. And, and for our friend Tim Chatton, who's probably actually recording his show right about now, um, because you know, we, he probably we, actually we, we knows what go, time it is.
1: We, we should actually go onto his show right now and tell everyone what he's doing on his show and, and talk about it live and poke fun at him live.
0: I thought about doing that, but my brain is not... Quite that good at doing that, and frankly, Tim's a little more interesting than we are at times. So I'd probably get distracted and just watch that, and not talk to you. Damn
1: it! <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna cross the streams,
0: Kevin. Uh, crossing the streams is bad unless you're trying to get rid of Gozer the Gozerian. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I certainly love, um, certainly love Ghostbusters, and it was a shame in the last couple of weeks to hear. Uh Harold Ramis, wasn't it? That,
0: yeah, Harold that Ramis passed, passed away. away. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: Early 60s. Yeah, too too young to go, unfortunately. And, and just a, a great actor and, and great, you know, everything that he did. Um, you know, his writing is, is I, I believe he did directing as well and, and producing. And just an all-round great guy. So uh, someone who will be sorely missed in the, the comedy uh, community, certainly. And uh, yeah. It's really unfortunately. It's uh, it's now there will never be a, a Ghostbusters three as a result, uh, unless they reboot that franchise.
0: Yeah, but even I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't know that they could recover it any, no matter what they did.
1: It, look, I, I played the Ghostbusters video game that was released in two, I believe two thousand nine, from memory, and it was a very good game. But it, you know it. ...sort of introduced new guys into the series... ...younger guys with the old guys playing the sort of parental role. Yeah. And it was a good game, but it wasn't... that You know, I, I think uh, Dan Aykroyd said that this is Ghostbusters... ...the movie number three, but in a game format. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it was. It wasn't memorable enough. I enjoyed the game as I played it, but it wasn't... I don't remember the story arc to this day, yet I can remember... Ghostbusters one and two like the back of my hand, um, whereas the story yeah, arc I, for the game I, I just can't recall and um,
0: yeah. yeah I don't I don't remember it either I I remember the cartoon I remember it being one but that's it that's the entire extent of my memory of that uh, show it's just yeah it wasn't memorable at all this I enjoyed the second one a lot of people didn't enjoy the second movie and I did
1: I liked it except for the punsy guy the arc. Guy. i just didn't like him it's
0: oh just... he's hilarious he's done a few th- that's christy mcnichols brother oh i can't
1: stand him he, he, he actually wasn't he in the bean movie as well or mr bingo's uh, i can't stand him it's like oh my god he's just i don't know he's got this demeanor about him that i just don't personally like and look i'm sure the guy's a nice enough guy i'm sure he's a good actor but i just personally don't like his style of acting
0: yeah, he was in uh also what was that show? Ali McBeal. Oh, remember yep. that television show? Yep. He was in that um McNichols is his last name and i can't remember his first name off the top of my off the top of my head. But um yeah, he I like him and stuff. He's he's got this weird little I, I don't know how to describe it, mannerism that I find funny and quirky. See that mannerism that you're talking about is what I don't like about him. Oh, you
1: don't? No. So, see, so that that's... Well, you know, I, I suppose it's a love-hate relationship, really, because I watch the movie and I enjoy the movie, but when his scenes come up, I just...
0: Oh,
1: really? You couldn't have got someone else. But then if they did get someone else, the movie may not be as successful or as fulfilled in my mind. Um, you know, so it's one of those things. You'd like to yeah. see someone different, but maybe it's not a good idea either.
0: Yeah, he was uh, Peter McNichols' name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, maybe he's not Christy McNichols' brother. I thought he was. Uh, but he was also in another television show that I really enjoyed. Do you remember the show called Numbers? Yep. He was in that, uh, which I really enjoyed. And yeah, he was in Bean. He was in Numbers. I haven't seen Battleship, that movie. No, neither um, have I. He's in that. And uh, like I said, Ally McNeil. Uh Yes, because, folks, I do try to remember always to have IMDb up when Mark and I get to talking so that you don't have to sit there and scream.
1: And, of course, that was Kevin (laughs) tapping away on his keyboard to bring IMDb up.
0: Yes, it was. Exactly. You know, I can't type it so quietly. But, you know, uh, interesting. I can't see where it says what his siblings are uh, off the top of my head. But uh, he's just a little bit older than I am, so you know, nothing terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, again, like I say, I like him. I think he's kind of funny in a in a quirky sort of way, kind of like uh, Rick Moranis is kind of funny in a quirky sort of way.
1: Yeah, although I tend to like Rick Moranis better. Oh, you do? Yeah. Although we'll never see him in another movie. He's he's kind of retired now. Um, I mean, never really say does. ne Never say never. I mean, look, Schwarzenegger came back. Uh, and he said he was never going to do anything, but hey, look, he turned into a politician and well, they're all liars. So, um, he, you know,
0: he became the gubernator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that is, sad. that is so sad. Now, Kevin, speaking of, um, of sad news that we've heard and, um, and, and people passing, um, wonderful people passing. We heard today that Alison Sheridan's mother passed away, which is, uh. Very sad. She was very popular as an extension of of Allison on on the social networks on on Twitter and on Facebook and and even in a podcast she made appearances and and yeah. and came up. So um, yeah, she was uh,
0: she was uh, I mean Allison and Steve are very dear friends of mine and um, yeah, uh, her mom you know has had trials and tribulations recently, but bless her heart, she was still plugging along. I. I hadn't heard anything recently that her health had uh, deteriorated, but yeah, it's only been within the last couple hours that we've gotten word now that uh, her mom has passed away. So definitely, our thoughts and prayers are with Allison, and Steve, and uh, their f- respective families uh, as Absolutely. they go through this tough time. So uh, please accept our deepest condolences, Allison. Yeah, it's it's um,
1: it's it's never never a nice time to to lose a family member and especially one as as uh cherished as as the pod mom
0: yes the pod mom had as she had become known was uh was an amazing woman and uh allison's been posting a couple pictures of her mom taken when her mom was younger uh because i think her mom uh, at least from what i can see was probably as much of a cut up and kidder as uh allison bless her heart is herself so
1: Definitely. And, and the photos, they spin an image of Alison, aren't they? They're just, it's so incredible. It's like, wow. You know, just, um, you know what? Her, her mom will never be gone while, whilst Allison is alive. I'm sure of that.
0: Yes, that's very true. Very true. So, so anyway, um, I had something, we were talking a little bit, you know, talking about shock and amazement, I was shocked and amazed to hear a couple weeks ago about a purchase you had made. Oh, yes. This is a, a really
1: interesting purchase. And, you know, Kevin, I, I, I look, people have started suggesting that I should start doing the Not Another Microsoft podcast. Yes, people out there in the geeky world, I have moved to Microsoft Office and... I absolutely love and adore it. I think it's absolutely superb. It gives me everything I need and access to everything I could possibly want. And iWork just sucks. And that was the nice way of putting it. Look, Kevin, here's the problem I've got with Apple at the moment. I appreciate that the the iPad is the big thing. It's their biggest market. Um, You know, it's bigger than the desktop and... It's something that they've got to concentrate on, but when they go to make applications the same across both both platforms to make sure that the uh, cross compatibility is there between the Mac and the iPad, well, the big problem is that they tend to dumb down the applications on the the desktop versions on the Mac. And then they start introducing those more advanced features. Well, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I was spending an hour. Every time I had to submit something for uni, I was spending an hour going between uh, my Windows 7 box, which has uh, Microsoft Word Viewer on it, uh, to check the compatibility. And this was just going from a Pages file out to an Office file. Should be an easy thing. I don't use any weird formatting, the only thing, of course, with the university is we've got to do, you know, certain uh, fonts and certain uh, font sizes and then margins. But they're all standard fonts, and I mean margins is simple. It's a, a two-centimeter margin at, around the entire border. Fine. How could that be an issue? It was an issue in the conversion. For whatever reason, the conversion from Pages to Office just mucked it up, and it would throw things. It would change the paragraph spacing, and oh. Look, it just, it drove me insane. And uh, ever since they changed it, I haven't been happy with it. Um, So I've gone to Word now. And God, it's the most fun I've had in recent time with my pants on, Kevin. I I honestly love it. Thank you, Microsoft. You you are getting my $12 every month for this because I'm on Office 365. That also gives me the cloud service. I can install it on up to five computers. PC or Macs. I can install it on my iPhone. I can install it on an iPad. If I go Android one day, I can install it on that. I also get 60 minutes of free Skype calls to mobile numbers and landline numbers uh, included in that deal. It's great. And their cloud service, Kevin, seven gigabytes of data of of storage per month. Uh, Sorry, not per month. Seven gigabytes in total. Uh, And you can buy more if you want. You can just expand on it, which. Uh, It's kind of a bit better than um, what they're doing with iCloud because iCloud sort of caps out at that 50 gigabytes of... of, Well, 5 gigabytes for free, but 50 gigabytes if you pay, but then that's still not enough if you do a lot with it, um, in which I do. I'm constantly saving stuff to the cloud. And what I've been able to do, and this is really kind of neat, I have a going to... So every file I have, if I'm in Microsoft Word and I save the file it automatically updates to, uh, 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 what is it called, One OneDrive? Well,
0: got, yeah, it's called OneDrive now.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it, it automatically updates to OneDrive. Now, what I did was I put the folder that syncs to OneDrive in my Dropbox folder. So that folder now syncs to Dropbox as well as to OneDrive at the same time. It is absolutely awesome. I love it. So it gets to save in two places at once plus on my Mac, and then it gets backed up every night when I, I run the backup uh, system. So, so, so I'm happy. If the
0: internet, yeah, so if the internet goes off, you're screwed because you've got all your document up there.
1: <laughs> uh, it depends because, okay, it's stored locally on, on the hard drive, of course. Yeah. But say, for instance, if you went in and hacked my uh, either my Dropbox or OneDrive account and then delete the file... Uh, then yes, I am screwed. Um, I'm hacking
0: away right now.
1: Yeah, no, you're not. You're not tapping the keys. I can't hear the keys going, Kevin.
0: You can't hear the keys? No. You can't? No. Are you... God, he's annoying.
1: He just can't help himself. He's like a five-year-old.
0: Just can't help himself. Wait a minute. Back the freight train up. I'm like a five-year-old.
1: Yeah. Playing with your Uh, keys.
0: Yeah, but I'm not the one that's trying to have fun with my pants on. You you grow up and learn that you can't. Well, you know, you can't use Microsoft Office with your pants off, can you? Yes, you can. Watch. Oh!
1: That's no moon. It's a space station!
0: (laughs) No, but, you know, with uh, Microsoft Office... I have to use it all the time for work. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the adopted standard. But I've had my... uh, It is called OneDrive now. It was called SkyDrive, and it was called Live, and maybe something else. I've had mine long enough that I got grandfathered in, and I actually have 25 gigs. Oh, shut up. No
1: way. Way. Totally,
0: dude. Way, man. That sucks.
1: But... You know what, I, I do have to say something with the OneDrive. Um, you know, look, we, we've both done Microsoft bashing. Everyone on the Mac side has, on Apple's side, has done Microsoft bashing at some point in time. I honestly can't fault it. Uh, I'm sure eventually I'll come across a problem and just go, why? That's stupid. But right now, after two to three weeks of full-time usage with it, I'm using it for every single article I'm producing. Uh, I've recent, i I've been recently working on a major article for MacFusion, which... Um, is approaching, you know, 10,000 words roughly uh, over parental restrictions. And everything's in this one file, this one document, the graphics are there, just everything. It's perfect. It just, it works the way I think, which I think is the best thing. You know, some people, yeah, I actually think, Kevin, some people are going to like the way pages works and and that is how they think. It it used to be my way of thinking, but it's not anymore. I can't work within it. Uh, but what I like about OneDrive is how fast it is. I literally save a document and it's there and I go to my iPhone and it's there ready to work on. Whereas iCloud via Pages, I'll save, uh, the Pages file on my Mac and then I'll go to my iPhone and then it takes literally a couple of minutes for it to update and show up on the iPhone. So whatever Microsoft's doing, maybe they're just not as taxed because there's not so many people using the service, um... I know I know.
0: big business is, uh, so yeah, that, well, you know. Y- y- you know, two minutes. Well, gee, let me see. For a document to travel from your computer to a centralized server and back to your phone, you really need to listen to Lewis C.K., and I don't know if you've ever heard the bit he does about people bitching about, oh, I can't get a phone signal. I'm flying at 40,000 feet. My damn telephone won't work. What the hell's wrong with you people? It's going up into space and coming back down. <laughs> but I don't yeah. care about that. It's instant
1: on. It should be there. It's cloud computer. Oh, look, Microsoft can do it. Microsoft can get OneDrive syncing immediately. So can Dropbox. What the hell's happening with Apple?
0: They have solar-powered computers. It takes a little longer. Give them a
1: break. Oh, okay. So so it's them wanting to be environmentally friendly. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Well, that's just like they got rid of all the arsenic in the glass where they make stuff. That way, if you want to lick your computer, not a problem anymore.
1: Yeah, I probably won't try that out just because I don't... No, don't lick it! My God. (laughs) I swear, it gets worse. And it's like... It's like from the movie, the, the, uh, what is it? The wonderful case of Benjamin Button or something where you're born old and then you grow young.
0: Yeah, really? Yeah. stop um, picking your nose too, Kevin. It's just disgusting. I was going to flick it on the camera for you. Oh. Um, but anyway, but back to Microsoft Office, I use the, if you go, you can do it now too. If you go to office.com, you can go, you can use the online version of Word and Excel Yep. And I would venture to say that probably for non-work related stuff, 60 to 70% of what I need a word processor and spreadsheet to do, I can do there. Mm-hmm. And bad news for people that are Google aficionados and hey, I'm a Google user. It beats the hell out of Google Docs or or Google Drive or whatever the crap they're calling it now. Microsoft really does know how to do this cloud computing thing well. I mean, yeah. corporately speaking, they've got Azure. I think is how you pronounce it. It's the database in the cloud. It's they've got all these services, and you know, again, I use Microsoft stuff all the time, uh, but I still prefer my Mac as a computing platform. But mm-hmm. it is absolutely amazing what they're doing in the cloud. Another application that's in Office.com that I like. Is OneNote? I use OneNote all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so great. It's like, and I know everybody wants to use Evernote and they want to use name your
1: note taking
0: app. Yeah, yeah. You know, soup your note taking app. But I tell you one thing: OneNote. It runs. It launches instantly. Saves instantly. It's amazing on my uh, on my work computer, and I can use it in the cloud too. So yep. I have to say it's a pretty awesome product. I'll be interested to know how you do because I've toyed around a few times with buying uh, Office 2011, a single-user license, or doing what you're doing, buying Office 365.
1: Well, the reason why I went Office 365 is you constantly get updated. So, okay, you get updated anyway, even if you've got the single-user license, but when they move to the next edition of Microsoft Office, you don't need to go out there and buy it again uh from scratch you just download it it gets updated and it's nice and easy um and i look i think it's great value for 12 australian dollars per month to to get the ability to put it on up to five pcs or max uh up to um i think it's, it's either three or five portable devices like iphone
0: it's five yep um, i don't know i don't portable devices i don't know
1: yeah it, it, certainly you can put it on a whole bunch of things you can even assign different users so here's something uh if i so i can assign my kids to have uh, a version on their imac and therefore they've got a separate uh OneDrive access that doesn't interfere with my files as well so it's really well thought out where you can actually have multiple users under the one account and you know what, Kevin, I know that Pages is free now, but you get what you pay for sometimes. And I, I believe that, unfortunately, Apple's going down the, the track of disappointing the hardcore users, because they're going after the iPad users to bring them in, into the Mac fold. And, you know, I, I'm just seeing myself recently wanting to move away from a lot of their software. And... I haven't wanted to do that before, I've been happy living in the Apple ecosystem, but when stuff gets changed and changed so radically that it doesn't work anymore, the way that you intend it to work, or the way you've been used to it working, that's an issue, I mean you shouldn't go from a version 2 to a version 3 product and lose a major amount of version two functionality. It it should still be there with additional functionality. Now, some people will say, well, that's Microsoft's problem. They, they keep all the functionality for each version of everything they release. Hence why windows is such a a big bloated mess. And yeah, you know, in some ways it's true, but you know what I can go and I can, I've still got, um, uh, educational discs that my kids use on windows seven running on my iMac. And they can use it, and it's back in the days of Windows ninety five. But guess what? It requires Mac OS nine, not even ten. And then forget that the the ten stuff on the Power PC. That then we jump to Intel, and it, the whole architecture had to change again. That whole time frame, the the last fourteen fifteen years, you can still run that piece of software on the Windows machine that works absolutely perfectly. So. I know that Apple doesn't support legacy well, but I'm starting to get to the stage where, I don't know, maybe I'm getting the old fart syndrome, Kevin, but I just, I don't like constant change as much as I used to. I used to adapt to it a bit more. I used to jump into it a bit more. Now I'm kind of getting set in my ways and I don't like radical change. I respect change, but change for the sake of change. I mean, with with what they did with iWork, Honestly, they had it left in the dark for so long, they did nothing with it for so long, and then they released a substandard product. And okay, they took all the functionality out, then they put. Then they say they're going to put all the functionality back in. Why didn't they just spend another six months to another year and make sure all the functionality was there to begin with?
0: Because, because they heard Elaine Giles, our friend Elaine Giles, complaining, and they knew that she needed a new version of iWork. And and she had been very upset. And Elaine does carry a lot of weight with Apple, just so that you know. I mean, she's very influential. She knows Tim. She can get things done.
1: Unfortunately, it's shit. She need. I, I got the irony. <laughs> I got the irony. She she needs to get on the blur and say it's crap. It's no good. What are you doing? Uh, look, you know, Bart Shots. Who does? Um, oh shit! Bart's gonna kill let's me. Let's talk What's, Apple. Let's talk Apple. Um, you know, he he does a, a macro table podcast once a month, uh, similar to NAMP, but I, I've got to say probably a little bit higher brow than NAMP is. Well, it depends who the guests are. I mean, you know, if he had me on, it would be low brow. If he had you and everyone else on, Kevin, it, it, it's high brow. So, you know, yeah,
0: it's true, true.
1: you know, it, it depends on what guests I get on because uh, they make me sound good. Let's be honest. Um, but he's had a problem and, and, uh, while Alison and Steve were away, he was doing the Nestilla podcast, certainly one week of it. And he was having a problem with GarageBand, the new version, you know, he bought a new Mac and that has the new version of GarageBand and it just wasn't working the way that it should be. And it wasn't working that, and it's not working the way that podcasters are used to. At work, and and whilst it wasn't necessarily a tool that was designed for specifically podcasters, you know that functionality was being used by a massive amount of podcasters, and Apple just took it out.
0: Yeah, that was a big disappointment. Now, see, I never got into. You know, I still, when I do the show, uh, the show I last, the last episode, one thirty nine, that I edited, and while I'm thinking about it, big thank you to Mike for jumping in and helping out.
1: Oh yeah, thanks, Mike, Um, And, and and Mike. Thank you for saying that no one would care if I was on the show or not. That that's a true friend right there.
0: He is. He's Mike's a true friend. Um, <laughs> but uh, I use Audacity to edit the show.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think mean, a couple of people suggested that to Bart. Um, you know, to, to have a look at Audacity. I mean, the the problem is there was nothing wrong with the previous version of GarageBand, and if they'd only kept those features and added the new features. Or, you know, why don't they have a pro switch? Honestly, why don't, why don't, and the dumb thing is, this is what's stupid and, and what I can't understand. So they, they release the updated version of Pages and they leave the old version of Pages on your Mac so that you can keep using it. The problem yeah. is that the functionality is closed out for, for iCloud. You've got to go up to the new version of Pages to use the iCloud sync and, and then the, and then on iOS, it wants you to upgrade there. So you kind of, you, you, you're you just given a gentle nudge uh, to go there. But it's like, why on earth? I mean, Microsoft hasn't even done that, where you, you upgrade a version of Word, and, and they give you an old version as well.
0: Yeah. yeah I, dumb, here, dumb. Here, now, here's the dirty little secret. I still haven't upgraded to Mavericks. Ooh. I yeah I've freely admit, and only because, and I was getting ready to do it back around Christmas when I had some time off mm-hmm. and had time to get all my backups, get everything set up and do it. But I've heard more and more people complaining about some of the quirks in Mavericks that I'm going, okay, you know what, Mountain Lion works just fine. But the only thing I have is I have trouble... Um, Reading, I got a document set from one of our listeners, Mr. Mark Shepard, that came in, but and it's in the newer version of pages, so I can't open it. Uh, So
1: yeah, that that, that, that always sucks when that happens. But look, you know, I'm not dissing the Mac, I'm not dissing Apple necessarily. I'm just saying that. Listen, everything they do, I ain't drinking the Kool Aid anymore. You know, other people can go and drink the Kool Aid and think that they're great. I'm gonna start criticizing them a little bit more because. I am honestly now for the first time in years having the same dramas that I had which convinced me back many years ago to hop across and and go back to Windows and and run a Toshiba and it's disappointing to say that Kevin that it's just some of the stuff is flawed And, and I know that I know that they, they're they pushing us all towards iOS and the portability side and all that kind of stuff, and that's great, but I still want a fully-fledged computer. I still want full multitasking. You,
0: I still want the functionality. You still want the truck. You're not a car person. No, I, use,
1: I, I definitely... use Steve yeah, Jobs'
0: analogy. I definitely um, but, need the truck. Well, the one thing for the foreseeable future that would keep me in the Macintosh camp is the fact that with a Mac... I can run Windows, I can run Mac OS, whatever, and I can also run Linux. Yeah,
1: it, it, that, that is there, a, a there cyber no price for
0: sure. There is no other hardware platform. And I, much like you, even though I do use my portable device as a fair amount, I still want a desktop computer. I still want to have that truck. I mean, I physically have a truck, but I want also the truck on my desk. I mean, even with uh, at work, I have an uh, Ultrabook that I use for work all the time. And it's an awesome machine running Windows 7. And I'm sorry, hate me if you want. Windows 7 is a damn fine operating system. I, I love Windows 7.
1: I, I've, Windows. Always, I've always admitted that even on NAMP, I love Windows 7. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I don't feel compelled to go Windows 8, but I absolutely love Windows 7. The functionality is there, the simplicity, the stability, it's all there. And and you can do everything you need to possibly do in Windows 7. I, I've never come across a problem where I've gone, oh, geez, that's irritating.
0: Yeah, no. Windows 7 is great. I've used Windows 8. I grokked it immediately when I got it and, and could use it. Still don't like it. I think it's a, you know, again, as many people have said, applaud Microsoft for trying something new. But it's not the kind of new that I think is very good. I mean, it's kind of the uh, Ford Etzel type of new, you know.
1: Well, it's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the Windows Me of Windows 98. There was nothing wrong with Windows 98. And then they moved right. to Windows Me, and they tried to do some new stuff, and it was cool, but it, just, it was flawed. It, it, it yeah. just had problems.
0: But then, lest we forget, too, uh Microsoft Bob... Do you Microsoft remember Microsoft
1: Bob? No.
0: You don't remember Microsoft Bob? I I, ch- I would say between now and sometime, ch- it was a an add on to the operating system that was supposed to make it kind of like an AI for your computer. Like ah. it was, it was the most messed up piece of crap. Stuff. Yeah, but
1: but let's be honest. Apple has Siri, and that thing's a piece of shit. Well, I
0: don't know. I don't use Siri I mean, No, I, I got I've,
1: it. I've got it turned off. And and you know, I'm I'm, I'm using the rest- I'm doing this article for MacFusion the other day and I'm swearing at Siri. Why are you such a fucking idiot? And you know, because I had to I had to well, I had to get the profanity to to block out and I had to see what the profanity setting was and Siri just still can't understand me. It's it's so, it's so flawed. I don't know why Apple even has it there. I don't know anyone who uses
0: it. And anyone well, who has used it has stopped using it. Well, you know, you can't really blame Siri for not understanding you. I mean, I've been friends with you for how many years and you still sometimes I don't understand you. I understand your you just need to clear the wax out of your ears. I understand your wife fine. I understand (laughs) your children fine. I understand our friend Alistair fine. Technically he's from New Zealand. I understand Rose. You know, she's Australian. Uh Uh-huh. What are you getting at?
1: You know, speaking English. Oh, right, listen, I speak I speak English two ways: good English and bad English.
0: Um, yeah. Well, we'll we'll just go with that. But you know, you, you say this, but you're getting you're getting that old curmudgeon. You know, maybe I should pull up a rocking chair on the porch beside yep. me. Damn but straight. You're, but you're getting like somebody else I know that doesn't like change. Do you know who that is? You: well no I just I like, actually I think I'm, I think we're switching roles here because I don't mind change as much as oh, you Oh
1: okay do. so who who else do we know that doesn't like change somebody's
0: it's a char- fictional character that's famous a fictional character Homer Simpson Ah Sheldon Yes Sheldon See, I, could-
1: I, I, I've probably been watching too much of the Big Ben theory that's probably what the problem is now I'm, I'm becoming Sheldon.
0: You're becoming the Aussie Sheldon. That's what it is. Shocking. Yeah, it is. So should I start calling your wife Amy Farrah Fowler?
1: Yeah, you might as well.
0: Although although
1: I'd prefer Bernadette.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll make sure the next time I talk to your lovely wife, I'll mention that to her.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's all right. You know, what? we were in the record store the other day, and uh, on, on Saturday, and this was, this was funny, because here she is, she's talking to me, and I'm picking up an album. You know, I always buy a lot of music, as you know, I, I probably buy about three albums a week at the moment, Kevin, so hardcore. Uh, wow. Es- uh, yeah, especially the, the Blu-ray, uh, pure audio albums, absolutely love them, crystal clear sound, uh, better than vinyl. Uh, but anyway, um, this good-looking blonde had two vinyls under her arm as she was approaching the cash register. And here's Gretel talking to me, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And all I could do was check out the blonde and try and find out what album she had. I did not care what Gretel was talking about. I didn't care that I have kids. I I just looked past it, and it's like, okay, that is my idea of perfection. A good-looking blonde and... Two albums under the arm, and it's like, I, I was drooling. I was seriously drooling. And Greta had to slap me one. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, I know what oh. you're doing. I know what you're looking at. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know. You go and grab two records, put it under your arm, and I'll, I'll stare at you. <laughs> oh, and my when, God. You, and, when I say, and when I say records, they were actually vinyls. So, you know, I was like, oh, what did you get? I want to know. I want to know. Um, so, yes, anyway. I'm i am very addicted to music and... And,
0: uh, and blondes, apparently.
1: <laughs> hey, look, I, I had a fascination with blondes for many years until I got arrested by one. And um, then I kind of lost the interest and went to brunettes for a while. And now I'm back to blondes again. So I haven't been arrested by a blonde for a, a number of years. So, you know.
0: Oh, dear Lord, you poor man. Your your yeah. base instincts your baser instincts tend to rule you too much.
1: Not there is nothing wrong with thinking, you know, with with you know your manly parts. I mean, you know, nothing yeah. wrong with that. I, I, as long as you don't act it out in in violence or or you become some freak of nature, you know. I mean. Well, okay, I'm partially a freak, but I'm not that much of a freak. Okay, maybe I am a little bit of a freak, but, you know, I'm not going to gross out anyone. You know, I was just having an innocent perv. And plus, I wasn't only checking her out, I was checking the, the vinyls that she was buying out. So it wasn't even a real perv, because I was checking out the music, man.
0: No, you weren't.
1: <laughs> I, wa- I was looking at the vinyls. Well, I was trying to look at the vinyls. Unfortunately, she had it under her arm, so I was kind of looking at a boob. But I mean, hey, look, the view is fucking good. Get over it. Stop giving me a hard time, will you?
0: I wish the listeners could see how red in the face and how embarrassed you are. Listeners, he is literally red from the top of his little head all the way down to his neck. And what I can see of his shoulders is still beat red. <laughs> This tells me he is more than a little embarrassed, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: but but I, I'm not denying it. That, that's the difference. I'm, I'm quite happy to admit that I perved and, and that the vinyls were as good as the boob view. So, yeah, and it was all the same. It was all just looking in the all area.
0: Oh, dear Lord. Well, then you just shot poor Sheldon all to hell because that would not be what Sheldon Yeah, no, I,
1: I'm a mixture between Sheldon and Wallowitz because i i i've got the crazy mother as well so you know I, you know
0: yeah but i wonder what you would be like in space if we shot you into space
1: oh i'd be the same i'd 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 be uh i'd be going insane i'm sure
0: well, so does that mean we can nickname you now Fruit Loop like they did him?
1: Yeah, if you want. You, actually, that Fruit Loops was uh, a nickname that I had uh, when I was a kid growing up at school. Not kidding. And it wasn't because I was a, a, a little bit strange. Uh, it was because I had red hair, bright red hair. I mean, you wouldn't know it now. I mean, maybe you can see a little bit. You know, if I stand up and pull my pants down, I'll show you my shorty no, 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 Kevin. Kevin. No. no, no, still, no. They're still bright red anyway. So, you know, I've got the the red hair, you know, I've got that, that Irish-Scottish background, so i got the, the rich red hair. And uh, so, because it was so colourful and I was the only kid in the school that had it, uh, basically I was called, you know, um, Fruit Loop.
0: Yeah, I can see that, honestly, that's the sad part. It makes sense. Yeah, well, you now, know. But, you know, the, the Big Bang Theory, I, I bring that up, you know, because you're becoming a... Because Sheldon doesn't like change. You know how he is about changing. Oh, like, yeah. You know, his ass groove gets messed up on the sofa. And, you know, he's, he's all out of sorts. Well, no, I- no one's allowed to
1: sit on my chair at the sofa. It's, it's my seat. You can't sit there. You can sit next to me, but don't sit on my seat.
0: You got your ass groove worked in. You, Sheldon, and Homer Simpson have all got your ass grooves worked in.
1: Listen, it's like a good pair of shoes. Once it's worn in, you don't care if the soles are wearing out because they're comfortable. It's like you 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 grow into it. You see, you know, it's it's like your favorite pair of underwear. They just caress your butt perfectly.
0: Wow, you have a favorite pair of underwear. Oh yeah. Oh dear Lord. You really are... You, you Unlike the song uh, Night in Bangkok, you don't have all your fun above your waistline, sunshine.
1: <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter where I got it, because I got silk-ass smooth
0: panties. Oh, dear Lord, I may...
1: <laughs> I win again!
0: So, but, it, but the Big Bang Theory, talking about change, I was watching the show that aired on the 27th of February.
1: Let me guess. This was the one where Penny and and, uh, and Leonard went out and bought a dining room table.
0: Yes. Did you catch the huge faux pas in that episode? I did not. All right. You know how their apartment's set up, and it's looked the same. Well, over in that corner where they put the table, if you watch almost, uh, just watched the episode from the week before, and I don't remember. I didn't watch to notice if it had gone back the week. There has been, for a season or two, a big iMac sitting over there on the oh, table. Oh, yeah, yeah. There well, was then, also
1: a Mac Pro for some time on the floor next to that table.
0: Yeah, and there was also a disassembled PC of some sort, too, there.
1: Yeah, kind of ironic yeah. there. You know, One one's put together, and <laughs> here I am going back
0: to Microsoft bashing. <laughs> well, and, and this is what's really funny. All right, they had that. Well, then, you know, they said, oh, we're going to buy a table, we're going to put it here, and... And Sheldon's going, oh no, I use that all the time. And and he was using went, a Dell or he, something. He was using a PC because mm-hmm. remember he said I'm using Windows ninety eight and I've got like six hundred forty right. some updates to do. Yeah, well there you go. Huh? I didn't pick that up, but that's a good pickup. I was sitting there, I was watching. Go, wait a minute, what happened to the iMac? Because because uh, uh, my entire family will never be ceased to be amazed when. Not only with Macs, but with a lot of any PCs and stuff, because of my weird fascination with old hardware, I'll see something and say, oh, well, that's such and such, or that's such and such, or that's such. (laughs) And they're going, how do you know this stuff? I said, don't ask. Just accept that I know these things. And then I prove it. And then they go that is just so sad that you, you're you that much of a geek that you can, you know, like I was watching, what was I watching today? And I saw something, the uh, 20th anniversary of the Mac, that 20th anniversary edition, yep. the all flat looking came up. I said, Oh look, there's a 20th anniversary edition of the Mac. And my two kids were in the room with me, turned around and went, what is wrong with you, dad? What is wrong? I went, Daddy just knows these things.
1: But you know what? It's no more of an addiction than cars and, and people who like classic cars or, you know, look, you know, one of my next door neighbors, he, he loves his garden. You know, he's uh, retired now and, and all he does is he, he he tenders his garden all day long. And what funny thing was, he actually went on a holiday recently and, um, Anyway, he left his uh, his daughter and his granddaughter to take care of the yard and look after the house while he was gone. Worst mistake he ever made. He'll never do it again. He will get a professional gardener and they were hopeless. They messed up everything. <laughs> and it's just it's so funny because when we get so passionate about something, whatever it is, whether it's gardening, whether it's, uh, you know, me with music and, and us collectively with computers and technology – you get passionate, and you pay attention to what's out there. You you pay attention to the technicalities. You look at things differently. Um, and everyone's got that little bit of obsessive compulsive in them. Some of us more so than others, of course. Uh, whereas, you know, look, Gretel doesn't do any collecting. Um, she doesn't have any set hobbies. Uh, she kind of goes along with whatever I'm doing and then, oh yeah, that's cool. So, and then she jumps on my bandwagon. So yeah, kind of a great woman to have around. Um, but she does have this fascination with playing um, Candy Crush on the iPhone and and connecting with, with family and friends on Facebook. You know, she she's nuts with that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, really? Get off that shit. But to her... That's quality of time, and that's valuable time to her. To me, it's a total and utter waste of time, Uh, but each to their own. So, you know, when the kids sort of go, ah, how how do you know? That's weird. Find something that they like and that they're passionate in, and say, hey, guess what? You know every single Skylander there is and every single move there is, and I think that's silly.
0: Yeah, but the sad part is you know every Skylander and every single move there is. Well, you know.
1: I can't help it.
0: I know. You can't. Your poor little brain can't help it.
1: My brain my hurts
0: little, I know so much. But my little friend will come and get you if you do Oh, uh, get-
1: I don't. Bugger off, Clinon. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Clinon. See, see, he's got a Klingon. Oh,
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ. Don't show me his ass. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, but, Kevin, sorry, you were going to say something. Hopefully it's no, intelligent.
0: No. No, it wasn't, so go on. Good.
1: Uh, PlayStation 4 versus Xbox One, you want to talk about that today. And I want to say my money is on the Xbox One. I know the sales aren't there. I know the PlayStation 4's, uh going hell for leather. But any company that says that you can't put a USB stick into the machine and play MP3 files uh, or put a standard CD in and, and, and play a music CD, you're fucked. I'm sorry everyone who loves PlayStation 4 but that is a fucked up machine by a fucked up company. Sony is so up their own ass, they don't know which way the sun's fucking shining, Kevin. Here's the problem I've got. They want to push you onto their online service. Their music online, digitally delivered, like iTunes, right? They failed at everything else. They failed at the Walkman division, they fucked up, they fucked up, they've screwed it all up. And what do they do? They take everything away from from a end user being able to play it. And then when the uproar hit and everyone was pissed off about it, they go, oh, well, we can add it again in a future firmware update, so we'll add it later. And it's like, man, you're doing a fucking Apple. You're taking away simplistic shit and and making me go for crap. Don't give me crap. I don't want crap.
0: Huh <sighs> Yes, you do. You want crap. No,
1: I don't like clean
0: Yes, you do. You want, you want crappy Klingons. Yeah. So. But,
1: but but anyway, I mean, look, you know, long story short, um, the only reason why... I, and I've owned every PlayStation before. I, I've had a PlayStation 1 in both... Uh, no, only in one flavor. Um, and then I had the PlayStation 2, both the, the, the large and the slimline. Uh, and then I had the PlayStation 3 in the, uh, the second generation design. So, you know, I've been in the PlayStation camp before. Look, I even... Was a happy user of Sony's PlayStation Portable um, You know It's just this one When they cut out Something like plain CDs back That's a dumbass move That's really stupid
0: Well This time I will have to do the Old Jane Curtin thing And I will do a counterpoint to you And I will tell you that if I were going to buy One or the other I would buy the PS4 and I am an original Xbox user from way back in the day.
1: Now, why, Still have it? why would you buy a PlayStation 4? Because, okay, look, I'm looking at it from a music standpoint that I can't have that one device that plays all the formats I've got. That sucks. I can go and buy an Oppo and, and spend equivalent money, in Oppo 103, and it does a better job. I just can't play games on it.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: It's a multi-format Blu-ray player, audio file grade, really high-end.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'd never heard of it. That's why I was asking. But the one thing that keeps me from wanting to buy an Xbox One is the Kinect thing. I don't know why, but that just freaking creeps me out. That thing knows people. It knows who you are when you come in the room and, and all that. I don't want my damn computer knowing who the hell I am when I walk in the room. I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't want to be talking to it. I I am sorry, I just think that's bizarre. I, I you know, now I'm gonna get the old man pants here and go back on and, you know go back to where I don't like change. But the fact that
1: wait, wait, I got we are, are flip flopping so much tonight on the show, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we but I, I don't, you know, and I, I just watched a demo of somebody doing it, and I they literally showed somebody came into the room and said Xbox go home, meaning go to the home screen yep. for that user. Did that? That the another user walked into the room, took control, and said Xbox go home. It flipped user profile seamlessly.
1: Yeah.
0: But the fact that that thing recognized me, is just creeping me the hell out for some reason. I don't know why, but it just creeps me out to think that thing knows what I'm doing. But everything knows what you're doing, Kevin.
1: You're on Twitter. You're on Twitter? You're, you're online. I mean, none of these online services that we use are infallible. So... Oh, no. Um, that, that's that's the thing that doesn't make me too concerned about this because, you know, there was recently an article, and I, I didn't really read it because I thought oh, I was just more link bait, but there was an article where the... The iPhone, uh, even if you turn it off, it still tracks your movements. Now, I don't know if that's true because I didn't read the article. But bottom line is that device and Android devices, they do track your movements. They know more about you and where you've been and what you've done and what you've purchased than you do. There's a lot of information stored in there. And we trust companies like Apple, Microsoft, Google to keep all this information sacred. But But we're trusting people. In essence.
0: Uh, And as Bart's fond of saying, it's the soft, squishy bit that always gets in the way of security. Yeah. But see, now on my phone, I have all the location stuff turned off.
1: See, I I don't do that. Let let me just, you know, this isn't a really interesting topic and and a a really good one uh, for what we're both interested in and the show in general. Let me just go in and I'll I'll see what I've got on because I leave it on. So I've got the Apple Store Uh, turned on and that's so that when I actually go in it it knows where my local Apple store is so if I want to order something I don't have to tell it every time I've got location turned on in Google plus actually I'll turn that one off Google doesn't need to know where I am maps because I like to get pinpointed if I don't know where I am and I want to get to somewhere I have maps turned on Uh, then I've got the pacer app uh, with location services turned on the pacer app um, is how many steps I do per day uh, then I've got Safari with my location turned on because I actually, you know, I, I when I type in something like apple.com, it then goes to .com.au automatically instead of just going to the US site. So that's why I leave that one turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, speed test so that it finds the, the best server uh, if I'm having a problem with it. Trapster so that when I'm driving and I want to put my foot down a little bit, I can actually speed and not get done by the cops. Uh, and then the weather app, because I like to see the weather in the different areas that I'm actually at. Uh, it, it'll update. So if I'm in different suburbs, if I'm across the other side of Sydney, the weather can be quite different. Uh, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes away. So that will tell me, oh, okay, you're here in this area. And um, and that helps me with that. So, But the rest of the stuff I have turned off. But I I don't turn it off because it's actually useful for some
0: things. No, I have it all turned off the weather app. I have the locations in there that I want to know about. And I just have those in there. It doesn't, you know, so whatever the last one, what I was in, that's the but, one. That but comes what, up. If,
1: what if you want to find out where you are? So say for instance, um, you're looking for a business, uh, you're looking for a hi fi store. Okay. Stick with my, uh, my music fascination. You're looking for a hi fi store and, where it says it is you're no, you're you're literally three or four blocks away but you believe that you should be there by now i mean what, what do you do in that case then you need to turn it on so they can pinpoint your location and and seriously this same event happened about two years ago uh we were taking the kids out to a little ride on thomas the trank at uh, trank engine thomas see i speak good english good english yeah, Thomas
0: the Trank Engine. Yeah, really.
1: Uh, Th- Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, and, and the little ride-on It's very cool. I think I sent you some photos at some stage or, or something. Um, you did. And uh, anyway, so we went out there, and, and this is a farming community, and it's actually out on a farm where they run it. So there's wide open spaces, really, really nice setup. And uh, so anyway, I was using the, the the mapping system, and I didn't have location services turned on. And I was like, okay, Gretel, turn here, turn here, turn here. I decided to let Gretel do the driving while I did the navigating because she doesn't get navigating via the iPhone. In fact, she doesn't get navigating via paper maps. Either. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's like, which way is this supposed to be up? Oh, boy. And anyway, I, let, I, I threw her in the wrong direction. I just, oh, screw this. And I turned location services on and it pinpointed where I was. And then I went and put the address in of where we had to go. And it's like... Okay, we're on the farm down there, and if we went right across the field, we'd get to the place. But we're actually at the wrong entrance, and we had to actually backtrack in and go around to the right entrance. So, I mean, it helps like that. Um, even when we travel different places, and, um, you know, maybe we go on holidays, and it's a driving holiday, and we're not quite too sure of where we're going... Uh, or they've done road works recently since we were at that place last then we sort of go and, and use the maps and pinpoint where we are and then you know as one of us is driving the other one can say okay turn left or you can yeah. have it talk automatically to you and tell you where to turn so I, I think it's it's really useful it's really interesting I don't I don't see an issue with that per se. Now, if that information was being published on Twitter or being published on Facebook, then I'd say, okay, that's a, a bit creepy and a bit of an issue. But I don't see it as an issue if it helps me get from A to B and occasionally C.
0: When I need to go from one place to another, if I don't know, before I go there, I will pull up the map online, look at it, memorize it and that's it guess what do you have private web browsing yes oh shit i was gonna say it's in your friggin' history god damn it oh i'm very selective in how i do these things and and that's why it 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 creeps me out that the xbox you know knows that and I, i i know i'm very public and i'm very much online that's not the problem um, but I'm also you know how selective I am about what I share too
1: sure. yeah yeah I mean, to buy.
0: yeah so it just it just weirds me out I mean I I just turn off location services I don't th- there is nothing that has benefited me I'm not one of those people that uses groupon or whatever other kind of social coupon service or crap that is you know and, and that it's collecting data and knows more about me and you know and to be honest, too, not that Apple's any big thing, I've pretty much quit using Google Chrome. One because the browser got to be a pain in the butt for the most part. I'm almost exclusively Safari, um, and I actually use IE. Please, everybody, calm down at work, but it works best for what I'm doing when I'm at my job. Yep. So, I you know Chrome has kind of just gotten in the way for me. So I, I you know as I, much as I used to love it. I don't anymore.
1: You know, I only have Chrome installed on my Mac just so that I, if something's not working in Safari, I can open Chrome and then, okay, bingo. Now it plays some, you know, weird flash or something. Then that's cool. You yeah. know, then then I can do that kind of stuff. But otherwise I'm solely in the, the Safari camp and I don't have a problem with Safari. It, you know, it does use a little too much resources, especially uh, too much RAM in my opinion. Uh, but at the same time, if you cut down on, on having 100 tabs open at the
0: same time, you know, you well, won't have that problem. I, I try to keep the number of tabs open down to around 20. That's so more that- than
1: I do. I have about 10 to 12 at a time, maximum. Uh, and if, it, if there's any more than 10, or if I want to look up something and I know I don't want it in a tab, I open it in a new window. Um, yeah, so... You know, Kevin, it's interesting that you don't like, you, you love the technology, but you don't like the invasion of the privacy.
0: Yeah, and but when I say 20 tabs, that's 20 tabs per window, because I might have three or four windows oh of Safari God. open at one time. I think I picked up what would be commonly known as the Patrick Norton disease. That's You crazy. know who I'm talking Yeah. if you ever? You, you ever seen him on Techzilla when he'll he'll pull up his browser and the tabs are so damn small you can't I don't know how he can tell what he's got
1: open. Yeah, it's like I want to see at least a partial title.
0: Yeah, I know it's he's got he's got a crap load of things open. I don't know how he can tell that. So, I have a I'm a little bit of a Patrick Norton type of uh No,
1: nah, it's too much for me. I I have got OCD with that. I got to see the title or at at least I've got to see you know at, at least seven or eight letters of the title.
0: Yeah, and you know, in all the time I've had my iMac, I have never reinstalled Firefox on this computer. I don't run
1: Firefox. So I haven't used Firefox for probably a decade now.
0: Oh, I used to use Firefox all the time. I was a big Firefox user. I That's what I went to when I abandoned IE years ago, when it was IE 3 or something like mm-hmm. that. I went over to Firefox and used it for years, but... And now that they're gonna be inserting ads and crap into the so know, the problem rec-
1: with Firefox was they just decided to release updates and now they're up to, you know, version one billion five hundred and million whatever, blah blah blah. You know, they, they just kept on going with the version numbers just to play catch up so that people would think, Hey, you know, this is up to date and it's like it doesn't matter if you're version four, you're version five, and everyone else's version twenty. Is it a better browser? That's what matters
0: yeah exactly but but anyway the 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 root of it is it it does weird me out. I get this big brother type of feeling you know I was talking last the on the last show about reading you know older classic books. I think I need to go back and reread nineteen eighty four you know and and because there was that whole thing, you know, I still remember the one part where the guy talked about he had that little hair that he pulled out of his head and. Laid on the book so he could tell if the, what was it? The thought police is that? No, what did they call them? I can't remember what they called them. Now it's been so long since I read yeah, it's the book. Been
1: a while.
0: Uh You know, you know, if they had moved it and they had been moving it and then putting the hair back, you know, and all this stuff. So it, it, it gets me that little bit of 1984 ish feeling that little bit of, you're just being a little too intrusive into my life. If I want you to know who I am, I will tell you who I am.
1: Yeah, but at the same, I, and I agree with you. Um, you know, despite having you know not a, a, despite me having location services turned on, I do monitor it and I do have it limited. And I'm not as turn offish as you are with that kind of functionality. But I, I do admit that there is certain things. I mean, you know, I I think maybe I've shared one or two pictures maximum of my kids on on Twitter ever. And that was because they did something stupid or or whatnot, and it was just funny. Whereas I see a lot of people that we know, um, and I won't name names, but it, it, it's just I I see every every day they pump out a new picture of their son or daughter or or their kids in general, and it really that worries me. That really does worry me from a standpoint of their safety, their well being. Uh, but it also worries me from a standpoint of when those kids grow up and they don't want to be on these networks they want privacy there's there's no turning back you can't delete something that you've put on the internet yeah it'll delete but it's, the it's always saying, there
0: it's like the old saying it doesn't do any good to close the barn door after the horse got out exactly
1: yeah good point So, you know, it is a concern. It's something that we've got to be careful of that we don't go too far. But then at the same time, you know, PlayStation 4 hasn't adopted that yet. But give it time. Maybe PlayStation 5 or maybe a revised edition of PlayStation 4 may. I mean, same with uh, Nintendo. Perhaps they'll do something like that later on down the track. If these technologies are are mass populated for the the mass market, if, if that's where the interest is, that's where or the development's going to go into. It's the same as my argument with, you know, high-quality audio versus iTunes, and and why aren't people buying CDs and iTunes matching CDs to offers a, a better quality, you know, tech technically and, and so forth. and Unless it's been iTunes-matched, then it's really good. But even though the high-quality uncompressed audio you get on vinyl and, and you get on Blu-ray, much better than both CD and iTunes put together. But iTunes will probably never adopt high quality audio, whilst people are still happy to stream music, whilst they're still happy to buy the, the quality of, of iTunes, whilst they're still happy to, to buy massively iPods and, and, uh, and iPhones and so forth. So it's not going to change. So that's always going to be to the lowest common denominator. And this is the same thing with security and privacy. If people don't care, and that's the mass market, then that's the lowest common denominator.
0: Oh yeah, and that's
1: what's gonna. That's what we're all gonna have to put up with. What we can hope is that there will always be settings that allow us to turn shit off.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the point. And I and I am very cautious about that, uh, about turning stuff off and all that. As I said, it just doesn't make sense to me. And you know, to each his own. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there. He who shall remain nameless has stuff turned on, so his iPhone and his iPad can do everything but follow him into the loo and take care of business for him. I, you know, I, I I know that. And I think Ronnie's the same way. I mean, he has his devices following him everywhere so they can do everything. You know, that's fine. I understand that there are people that want to do that and I'm okay with that, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I mean, I have some coworkers. Oh, I got this Groupon coupon, you know, that you can share, you know, because I shared that I like to go to this restaurant or, you know, that I like to buy this widget and all the stuff. And I'm like, really? So you've given up that information. Now you're getting extra marketing materials sent your way. And what did you get? Oh, you got 10 cents off a coffee cup. Wow. That was great for all the intrusive invasion that you're now going to receive. Give me a freaking break. I'm sorry. Yeah, It's just like the, the beacon stuff that they keep talking about. That just freaks me the hell out. I'll turn my phone off when I go in the store. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, some things need a a limit switch put on it. And and provided we have the option to turn stuff off without... You know, look, if they release an iPhone that was overly intrusive and you didn't have the settings to turn stuff off, I think we'd both go across to Android pretty damn quickly. Um, So provided they give users the option, I don't see an issue because you can turn stuff off and still enjoy the devices... But one day where probably, and and this could be a decade or a couple of decades in the future, it will probably come to the situation where we won't have that option anymore or that they'll slowly start to take options away. And it won't necessarily be night and day and and the people who are really security conscious will, will pick it up as it's going along, but it'll probably get worse and worse and worse. Um, to where then we don't have control. So, yeah, provided there's control there, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy, but look, just recently in this last week, uh, one of the big supermarket chains in Australia, Coles, came out and or they were found out that they sell users' information, uh, you know, to a multitude of companies all around the world. Now, the way they do this is, they link it in with your credit card. They link it in with your shopping. If you shop online and order your supermarket on uh, shopping online, they link it in to what you buy there. And then they've got a, a, a point system, as, as you've mentioned, you know, similar sort of Groupon coupon kind of thing. And, you know, all of this ties in. So they know every single bit of food that you've bought and from where, and then they link it into everything else. And, and you're bought and sold. We're, we're commodities. Our information is just commodities. Uh
0: I, yeah, I, I and it,
1: it's scary. It's like, well, what what does this Indian company have to do with the fact that I bought salmon in a can last week? And what are they gonna do with that information?
0: Yeah. You know what I like to do with those types of sites? I just mess with them. You know, I'll buy random information, I'll uh or buy random products just to screw it up, you know, and I I you know, uh, I'll do searches like on Amazon. I'll do, be searching for something, and you know how Amazon keeps track of everything you've done. Oh,
1: look, it's then ridiculous. Then I'll ra- then
0: I'll then I'll randomly throw out there some weird searches for stuff I don't care about: um, gardening gloves, um, chain link fence. Uh, yep. You know, and it all and it just you know throws their whole you know, and and I lie about my birthday because according to my online profile, I'm 130 years old. Oh, that's all
1: right, you are you know you look it,
0: yeah, well, that's really good, and I'm <laughs> glad that it works for you though now, um you know i it's just stupid, I'm not going to give up that kind of information I don't well it,
1: it, every time I sign up to something, I always have a fake birthday i i I know what it is, so that every time I go to oh shit, I forgot the password or something, I can get back in, but I never put the right birth date there i i absolutely never do it um just because it's like well you don't need to know that that's getting to be uh identification uh quality information that you don't need now kevin what's really surprising i know you hate facebook and i'm on it because number one uh i do writing and publishing and i've got publishers and and professional writers and editors that connect with me on facebook only but they don't on twitter and all that kind of jazz So I'm on it for a multitude of reasons, that's one. Another reason is um, some of the things that I have an interest in, like the audiophile community, that they do a bit more on uh, Facebook and and with longer descriptions, and and you can actually write more about the topics than you can, of course, on Twitter. Uh, So I tend to use it for those uh, sort of industries. But here's the interesting thing. Now, I don't follow, I, I follow one family member, uh, and that's my uncle. I don't even follow Greta on, on Twitter because I don't want all her friends and associated family then following me. I like to keep mine pretty much business and, and, and not mixed too much. What's interesting though is you get these emails coming into your email account and it, it's got this person and this person and this person and I've never looked them up on Facebook. It, it's like People you may know, I've never looked them up on Facebook. I don't follow Gretel. I don't look up Gretel's Facebook page. Uh, She doesn't log in on my computer. But Facebook damn well knows that her friends are associated with me through her because they recommend that I follow her friends. They, they They pop into the stream and it's like, other than going and IP sniffing, I don't know how the hell they're doing that. But that gets you to the stage where you start going... Man, that's fucking freaky. They can associate me through one person that I don't follow. I don't look at their profile and I don't look at their friends' profiles, but they somehow know that I'm connected to that person and therefore connected to these other people.
0: And people wonder why I think Mark Zuckerberg is not the spawn of Satan. I am sorry. That Facebook is the biggest load of horse shit to ever fall on the face of the planet earth and I hope Facebook dies a painful, angry brutal, violent bloody, awful death
1: I had to let him go with that listeners, that was just brilliant I mean you had to say this in video I mean, you know, talk about me getting all rolled up this is great stuff this makes wonderful podcast and shame we don't produce it in video
0: yeah. Facebook is just the biggest load of horse shit since the circus left town. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I I I tried it just to see what it was like at one point and all the crap that flowed in in the ten minutes I was on was enough to make me delete gone. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and it's very complicated because the the way that they set up the uh uh, the, the preferences, the options, the settings for security. As you can imagine, Kevin, these companies don't like you to lock their accounts down, even though they provide that opportunity to lock it down. So what they do is they they mix some settings. So really something that should be two settings, they have as one setting. And when you go one setting, you go, oh, well, hold on, I want option A, but I don't, I want to turn off option B, but oh, guess what? they're actually included in the single option so they they do it so that if, if you want to use x and, and x of a function you can't turn it off because then this section won't work or this portion won't work and, and that's an issue um so yeah look it's just creepy but i mean as i said I, I keep facebook for a professional profile uh more so than anything else i do not post again i don't post uh pictures of family and stuff um i just i don't feel comfortable with that uh, and look i know yeah. pe- i know people doing one person i will mention that does it is, is tim robertson our our uh, leader across at the stoplight network uh, he also does tech fan a great show um and tim really doesn't care he posts pictures of his family and his kids and where he's at and what he's doing and and, and maps of where he is not and, that. and he, he's completely cool with it uh But that's just, that's too much information. That's just been too out there. And I just, I can't, I can't do it. I just...
0: its Everybody has to hit their own level of what they're comfortable with. Yeah. I have a different level than you have. You have a different level than the next person. But uh, what I say about Facebook, when somebody, I had somebody not too long ago ask me, well, do you use Facebook? I said, no, I really know how to use the internet. I don't need Facebook. Uh (laughs) So, I mean, it's just... You know, and and people, I, I have very little family, but I have a lot of friends. That said, we can't find you on Facebook. I said, yeah, and you'll never find me on Facebook either.
1: You know, you know what's good, and, and well, I suppose it's good for me. But when I get sent through a friend request, if it's someone I know in real life, I tend to go, nah. you know, if it's someone I don't care about, it's like, nah, I, I don't want you following my stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I, I sort of block people from being able to follow, but it's a hell of a lot of micromanagement and then of course every time they change something you've got to go in and change all the settings and change it around and mix it up and it's just it's an absolute mess um
0: but it's a hot mess
1: you know it, it's the way people communicate these days and i look i'm sure that there was outrage at things like the telephone back when that was released oh you, call people but you'll never write again you'll never write a letter again or you don't talk to people face to face anymore when the telephone was uh, was released you know
0: what's this, what's this telephone thing you're talking about
1: yeah so uh, that's gone down here really quick <laughs> yeah look I, I don't make many calls at all it, it, maybe I make five a year or something I just I don't oh, use the normal phone no, I, I use Skype and I use you know FaceTime and stuff
0: I do a lot of work with the phone And more recently, I've been doing, not that I didn't do it before, but I have finally bought an account so I could do more of it, even more, is I do a lot of WebEx stuff where I'm working with people halfway around the world, Mm -hmm. you know, and I need to show them my desktop. And I'm not talking technical support here, people. I'm talking about we're we're having discussions about technical details on how to perform a a job or, you know, how to do something, you know, somewheres, but... Yeah, I, I use uh, I, I use WebEx a lot now. I've gotten into using it more and more, and I finally said, you know what? The free account's just too freaking limited, so I bit the bullet. And with the recent weather we've had, it's allowed me to, even when I wasn't able to get to the office, to hold meetings and stuff and still be productive, you know, sitting right here. I mean, yep. yeah, no big secret, this has been something that's been around for years. Yes, folks, I do know that. But I just recently bit the bullet and bought the account, and started paying for it instead of using just the free account. So you know, it is what it is. So things are changing, but Facebook to me is just such a hot mess that you know. And, and I, I put it right up there with MySpace, and people can tell me, "Oh no, MySpace!" or MySpace you know, how-
1: is dead. That's that's so
0: dead. Oh, I know. But they, you know, they say, "Oh yeah, you, you know." But I mean, you know, at one time MySpace was a thing. You had oh, to yeah. have a on myspace and oh no you've got to have a facebook page but you really look at things right now facebook is starting to die for the business community which if for nothing else thank the lord a business having a presence on facebook and that being their internet presence is the stupidest freaking thing in the world if you want to be an internet presence own your internet presence if, that, if it's that important to you, you need to own it.
1: Yeah, you can, have, of course, have Facebook as an extension, as a promotional engine, but don't rely on that as being your business channel uh, for, online, for the online
0: presence. And every time I see a business say, and like us on Facebook, I feel like saying, well, how about if I just take a shit in your office then? You know, the same thing will happen.
1: Oh boy, and, and 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 Kevin thinks that I rant too much. We got to bring yeah. up we got to bring up Facebook more often. There's a lot of hatred there. A lot of a lot maybe a lot of hot, messy jealousy. A
0: lot of aggression.
1: A lot of aggression for Mark Zuckerberg. Well, Kevin, we've uh, you know what? We've gone pretty long today, and I'd love to keep on going, but uh, I need to get some lunch into me because I'm kind of getting a bit hungry, even though it doesn't look like I need any additional food. So.
0: Yes, are you? A
1: little bit peckish, and a
0: uh, little chop. Bit peckish, are we?
1: Yeah, you, you know what? This call actually went really well. It didn't it didn't stop on us this week. You know, the only difference that I did this week, I've got my daughter's iPod Nano charging on the other USB port, and the the audio hasn't dropped out, which is surprising. Maybe I got to charge your iPod once a week. <laughs>
0: Or a little thing. Now she won't get her iPod anytime we record
1: the show. Uh, that, that That's all right. She's at school. I, actually, she makes me proud. She listens and as you Well, she's got no choice because I play music all the time uh, in the house. And she was listening to Phil Collins in the car yesterday. And, and uh, it was the No Jacket Required album. And, and she said, Daddy, can you put that on my iPod? I like that music. And I said, you like that music, do you? And she said, yeah, it's jazzy and I thought you know that's awesome just so cute so innocent it's like of course you can have it on there and Kevin you know I, I listened to last week's show and then this just very quickly before we close out listen to last week's show about the, the music teacher saying that you were no good and that, that's where you kind of lost interest in music I say screw you and fuck you teacher and teachers worldwide who say that you're not good enough to do something or you can't do something because that's ruined an avenue of, of possible human enjoyment that you could have throughout your life i mean look there's no secret about it i can't hold a, a note to save my life i couldn't even pass recorder in high school it just you know the fingering didn't work and blowing through a, a, a yucky thing just didn't you know it just at the time when i was learning the, uh, the, the recorder, which is flute-like, it just reminded me of a dildo, and I just, ah, I don't want to put my mouth in Aww. that
0: thing. you I had know. to go there. Well,
1: you know, I, I, I was thinking, and the listeners needed to know what I'm thinking. So, you know, uh, I suppose they know that I think in the gutter anyway. But regardless, um, look, you know, it, it's one of those things that I haven't let my inability for, for lack of musical talent destroy my appreciation of music and I, I think that in, in all seriousness and, and no, not joking around that's one thing that when I heard you talking about it last week um, I was like you know I, I just want to say to you give it another go just screw the, the bad image and, and the bad opinions that you were given and just look at it with fresh eyes give it another go give it another try and and look at it as music appreciation. You may not be able to hold a note like I can't, but God damn it, we can still rock on.
0: Well, you know, it's not that I don't like music and I don't know that I can change things either. That's been ingrained for me for now for 40 years um, that I was a no-talent, hack, sucky-ass musician of any sort. You know, I knew I couldn't sing at that point you know, anyway. Go and, but...
1: f- go and find the teacher that would be dead by now. Go and find their grave and go and piss on it.
0: It's not worth that much effort. I don't have that much bitterness. I I,
1: I still listen if to it was music. Mark you know, Zuckerberg's, you know, cryptic. Oh, I'd,
0: I'd get pissed on Mark Zuckerberg right now, and he doesn't even have to be dead. <laughs> um, uh, that's beside the point. But um, you know, music. I I, I do listen to music. You know, I listen to a little ACDC. I listen to Van Halen's my favorite band. Um, but music is just. You know, if you look at, I I know, let's say a percentage of your life, you have a, what percentage of your life would you say is, is around music? Maybe 10 or 15% of your life is, is music. It's music related. It's things that you enjoy. It's something you enjoy doing is a leisure activity. For me, it's like a quarter of a percent, you know, and as our friend, Mike has said, you got to have a soundtrack to your life. Hmm. I don't have a soundtrack to my life. But I'm happy the way I am. I really am. I, I, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. It's just... I, You know, and and they keep talking about discovering new music. And I'm going, I don't need to discover no, anything. Don't
1: don't discover new music. Discover old music. 1960s, 70s, and early 80s. Discover that music, and that is music. The new stuff that they pump out today is shit, shite, and crap. Even though I buy some of it. It's just... It, it's, it's not what... It's not Led Zeppelin, it's not Rolling Stones, and I'm not a big Rolling Stones fan, but I can say that. It's not Rolling Stones, it's not The Beatles, it's not ABBA, it's not America, it's not um, any of those bands that, you know, The Who. Thank you, Kevin, he's wearing The Who shirt. So, you know, it's not those bands um, that, you know, Alice Cooper, brilliant as a band and as a solo artist. Just amazing stuff. Go and experience that. That's real music. That's uh, everything before... Let's put it this way. Everything before CD came out. Go and experience that stuff now. And that's your new music. Don't go Spotify and iTunes and iTunes Radio and stuff. And then go, oh, what's the, what are the latest kids listening to? Because, oh my God, what people think is good music these days just makes me roll my eyes. And I listen... Look, I can listen, uh, this morning, I I listened to three different albums. I listened to uh, Beethoven, 1976 uh, recording of Beethoven, beautiful album of the symphonies number five and seven. Then I listened to the Beatles' Help album. Then I listened to, um, I'm trying to think, Beck's uh, self-titled album from 2004, I believe, from memory. Uh, You know, a wide diversity, a wide range you know, look, I, 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 honestly, I can listen right now to Beethoven and then the next album I put on might be an AC dc So Metallica. To me, it just works. I don't need to feel a certain way to listen to a certain type of music. I just love all types of music that I personally love. And I'm, what I'm finding, Kevin, is I buy a lot, especially in the last six months, uh, the more music I'm buying is actually the older recordings more. So the, the I've only in the last month purchased two albums that have been released in the last 10 years.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like, if anybody looks for the, the little dab of music that I have on my, on my it's devices,
1: old. it's old stuff.
0: Yeah. It's very old and it's very eclectic. Uh, you know, it's you'll, you'll, you'll hear, uh, you know, you'll hear back in black, Then you might hear Patsy Cline. Yep. Then that might be followed by the uh, Andrew Sisters, followed by Beethoven.
1: You you know, there is nothing wrong with that, though. That's music appreciation. Even though you're on a small scale with it, that's honestly music appreciation. Uh, Anyone who pigeonholes themselves to just one form of music... You know, I know that you love that form of music, but I feel sorry for you because there's so much more out there. There's so much more diversity that can appeal to different aspects of your life and, and different aspects of your personalities. Uh, I love the aggression I get and the, the release of anger through listening to heavy metal music. But then I love the, the solitude and the thought-provoking uh, side of classical music and the relaxation that I get from that. And then I love and enjoy jazz and, and, and just you know good jazz vocals um i i just adore that kind of stuff and then i i like standard run of the mill pop music as well so it it all flows it's all good stuff
0: yeah well my river is not flowing in that direction anymore but i might of- need to get i might need to get a pill for that
1: Indeed. Speaking of Van Halen, I'll, I'll tell you, I do love them as a band. I think they're great. The 5150 album is brilliant, but I've got a damn problem. They need to remaster their fucking albums because their prints suck. Their CD quality is shit. You've got to go back to the vinyls to get good quality. Uh, the CDs and subsequently the versions on iTunes, oh my God, it's like the dog threw up. The, the sound quality...
0: I've got a couple of them, and I, tell you, I can't hear the difference between the CD and the album the actual physical albums I have
1: Re- okay well there you go so the albums are that bad as well
0: no I'm just telling you I can't hear the difference everybody I can't tell the difference between but you, uh,
1: but, okay you, you can't tell the difference necessarily mono
0: and stereo is the only difference I can tell
1: wow but but okay it, if you closed your eyes you, you'd know the difference with vinyl it's got a different type of sound it's some people call it warmer. Uh, you know, some people use that term. I, I don't know. I Sometimes I use it as well. But it's got, I use a fuller. I, I call it fuller. It just, and, and that is most probably due to the, you know, problems that's associated with the vinyl and due to, you know, the the nature of it, the noise that you get on the disc spinning and, and stuff like that. But uh, it's just got that different sound. It, so you can hear um it's a massive difference between vinyl and and digital where whereas it it's not so much a difference when you go cd and, and itunes for instance
0: um the only difference i can tell between vinyl and digital is the all the vinyl i have is fairly old and it sounds kind of scratchy but the you know the different you know encoded at 192 or 256 or they all sound seemed. They all all the way down to sixty four or forty eight or whatever. Your, your,
1: your hearing's going. What? He <laughs> can hear enough now. That, that's that, that's what's happening though. Your, your hearing is is starting to go, and and uh, and that's why you you can't discern the difference. Because honestly, you know there, there is a difference between the formats. Even if you go vinyl, cassette, CD, and iTunes, there's a difference. I'm not saying. Any one is better than the other. Fuck whether it's better or not. I don't care about that in, in this argument. What I'm saying is they sound unique to each format that, that is there. Vinyl sounds a certain way, cassette sounds a certain way, and it's different to vinyl. And likewise, CD and iTunes is different to tape and vinyl. So you should uh, be able we've... to hear that difference other than just the tape hiss or, or the... the um. The surface noise and and the pops and clicks on the the record, and yeah, if you if you actually clean the records, Kevin, they you can remove a lot of that noise.
0: Yeah, I know, uh, and I've done that, but I it's just, a lot of work. Yeah, and I don't listen to enough music to make it worthwhile for me to do Cool stuff. Even, even though I have a probably I have a whole huge tub full of albums, you know, actual vinyl albums yep. from the. Uh, sixties, seventies, and maybe into the early eighties. A few al- actual pressed vinyl. Well, you've seen the ones I've held up that are laying here on yeah. my desk, and I still have forty fives and stuff like that. And I rarely listen to this stuff. And, and and the cassettes that I have, I listen to them once in a while, and they I, sound I feel
1: okay. So, I feel so sorry for your vinyl and your tapes. But anyway, we're never gonna change, Kevin. And uh, you know what? That topic. Ended up taking an extra 10 minutes. So, (laughs) Uh rat hole. Uh, Anyway, Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you and your lack of music?
0: They can find me and my rat hole and my lack of music. Easiest place to find me when I have time to do it is I'm online at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. And I've been poking my head in just a wee bit more, just a wee bit lattice. Uh, over on Google+, Plus, but not as much as I would like to. You know,
1: I, I did that again. I got bored of it, so I'm back to Twitter. I don't know. I, I just can't beat Twitter. It's simple. It's, it's throwing insult out to someone. They throw an insult back and, and then, you know, you kiss and make up in the third or fifth tweet and you just go, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's a bit of fun. Oh, yeah, up yours too, Kevin. <laughs> Anyway, for anything relating to me, simply head across to uh, MarkGreenTree.com. And if you don't like what I have to say, you can always email me at Mark underscore GreenTree up Kevin's rectum because he's he's giving me a big forearm.com. Okay. So anyway, thank you for listening and subscribing. Next week, we'll do like a three and a half hour show because why not? And, and I'll make Kevin stay up all night. Uh, but he'll probably fall asleep. It's a wonder he doesn't fall asleep on me now. You know, you got to give him credit. For an old fella, he's got staying power.
0: Yeah, fuck you. Anyway, (laughs) please remember, despite Mark's gestures and his rudeness between now and next week, please remember to hug a geek. Hi, everyone. This is Gaz from the MyMac.com podcast, and I'm here with that big yank tank guy. Hey, you nitwit Brit. Did you know the MyMac.com podcast is one of the longest-running Mac podcasts out there? I did know that. Why do you think that is? I think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do. I thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome. (laughs) Well, thanks, Gaz. I do try to look my best. Yes, guy. Of course. But how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I,
1: I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be All right.